Hey everyone and welcome to Father Daughter First Down. I'm Maya. And I'm Joey. This is my dad and we are here to break down football games of the previous week and we'll mainly be focusing on the Chicago Bears. And why are we doing this, Maya? This is a little crazy. This is a little crazy, but you know, we have been in talks to do this for, I would say, years. So many friends and family of ours have encouraged this, encouraged us to at least do something when they because hear... Because we love football. We love football. We love, we love the, the Bears. Bears. And when they hear us banter about football, they're like, other people need to hear this. So we're doing it. And we're going to try and have fun, and we're going to look forward to your feedback. This is our first crack at this rough draft we're going to reach out to friends and family and send this to you and we look forward to some critical feedback be nice hopefully and um maya let's let's get right into it uh this past week the bears had a 20 to 9 victory in las vegas over the raiders and and um congratulations that matt Nagy survived another week to be a coach he's not the first coach to be fired or let go or resign in the NFL this year. Very it's very shocking. shocking. Especially in Vegas where, you know, the odds, everyone really thought that, you know, Matt Nagy was going to be the first coach fired midseason. So because we won, he did not get fired. Um, so let's let's start with the offense. Do we want to talk about John Gruden? No. No? Okay. Let's not get political on the first uh the first podcast. Okay. Well, he was the first one to be fired. And it will always be a trivia question. Who was the last team that John Gruden coached against? And the answer will be? The Bears. The Bears. Yeah. And he lost. Yes, he did. He lost a lot more than the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, after yeah. After the game. So anyway, um, I w- I'd like to start out with like a little good, bad, and the ugly. Let, I, okay. Maya, what, if there was one thing of this game this past Sunday, what sticks out in your mind as one good thing? I thought our defense played unbelievably well they were tough they were relentless they really never took their foot off the gas in my opinion and to watch Khalil Mack you know play his former team his former teammate um go up against a good friend of his car and you know come out winning and with a couple of good sacks especially on that two-point conversion I thought Khalil Mack was really, you know, on fire and had an amazing game. No, what I, I loved about the game, too, and speaking of the defense, it was, it looked like the Monsters of the Midway. It the really old was. The Monsters of the Midway. Even, and, and some hits were called for penalties that were questionable, but back in the day, those would never be penalties, but they're penalties today. They're trying to protect the players, and we'll get into that later. What would stands out to you as one bad thing? One bad thing what really struck me was our our offensive line in protecting the quarterback. I mean, Justin Fields was brought in to be our franchise quarterback. We pretty much gave away our future in draft picks just to get him, and we're pretty much putting him out in the trenches, and he is getting beat up out there. And what that concerns me about his longevity longevity in the league and the for the bears and what our future looks like really and what would you say was the ugly one thing that sticks out as being ugly for you one thing i will probably consistently say as being ugly is uh our penalties we've had a horrible history with penalties um especially on offense with delay of game false start 
Uh, Justin Fields on his first throw attempt through a lateral, which is just stupid, honestly. Right. Well, that wasn't a penalty, but that was just a bad he, play. He lost yards. It was it, – it's just a mess. It's just – they can't figure it out. And honestly, I think that's a large part due to coaching. Do you want to know my good, bad, and the ugly? Sure. We okay. might as well. Okay. Well, the good, I thought, was we won the game, number one. But mm-hmm. really – sustained drives on our two touchdowns, long sustained drives, which we have not seen in quite some time. The Bears ate up a lot of clock. They, I, I, I can't remember a game where they controlled the time of possession. So kudos to, to the line on run blocking mainly. Um, Justin Fields making timely passes when he needed to to keep the first downs. Um, and uh, the sustained drives, the, the the two touchdowns. I would say the bad was that we didn't put our foot on the gas. We could have done, uh, the, the Raiders were doing everything to botch up this game. They had many mistakes. They had their share of penalties. And honestly, we should have scored many more points and we got conservative. And I just, it, it was just bad play calling. We, we, had, we had no... Uh, timeouts in the last minute when we had the ball where many really good teams will go down the field with a quick, you know, one minute, two minute offense and at least get some points on the board or at least, you know, try and get closer. We weren't even close. We were disheveled. The ugly was, again, I'm going to say timeouts, bad clock management, uh, bad coaching in general um, on, on offense was just very ugly. Then we'll get into the fact that we took a timeout on an extra point. Right, which in the beginning never, of the game. Never, never seen that. No, never that was, seen that. Right, that was uh, after one of the touchdowns, we had to take a timeout just to get one point when you know everyone in the stadium knew that, that we were going for one point. So I don't know what the touchdown, what the, what the timeout was for to uh, get the extra It was point. a waste. It was well, a total waste. That is coaching. So you want to just talk about, let's talk about the offense. Yes, let's start about the offense. So it wasn't great in the first quarter. I, I fell mean... asleep. I fell asleep in the first quarter. I <laughs> Thankfully, I taped it, so I rewound so that, you know, we, we could talk about it. So I remember what happened. I remember the first two series were, were three and outs, and it was just... You know, old Bears lackluster offense. Pat O'Donnell was on the field twice within like the first five minutes of the game. And he's an unbelievable punter, one of the best in the league. But, you know, if he's on the field, that means we're not getting first down. So that's right. obviously not a good thing. What I recall is what kickstarted our offense was the penalties that, that the Raiders basically were shooting themselves in the foot with unnecessary roughness, being mm-hmm. overly aggressive. And giving giving us first downs to sustain drives to help us, along with some fantastic running by our two backup running backs, Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert. Khalil played. Herbert is a rookie, so kudos to him, honestly. Great vision. The the line had opened up some holes just good enough for these guys to squeeze through and it was awesome to see. I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, watching Montgomery go down against the Lions, was, especially after he, the game he was having then, was really hard to watch and, you know, very concerning, especially with our history of not being able to establish a run game. But to see Williams and Herbert really step up and given the chance to shine was really 
fun to watch, I thought. Now, yeah, the two Khalils, both Khalil Herbert Khalil and, and Khalil who, Mack really stuck out. So that's... Um, the Khalils, I think, were the stars of the game, game from what you were telling me earlier. Let's take a minute to focus on um, the line. We have had so many struggles within the last, I don't know, year, year and a half with our offensive line to the point where... How about... Decades, but go ahead. <laughs> Decades. But to that, this week we were bringing in an extra lineman who was being, you know, he was um, set, like setting up as a receiver. Right. So, they were bringing him in for extra protection. That was a strategy that actually seemed to help the Bears. Right. Um, the question is, is it sustainable? Can they, will the rest of the NFL pick up on it? Will they continue to try to use it? Um, more so or in certain spots and uh and but even, definitely but it definitely helped it definitely helped but even with the extra lineman in fields was still getting sacked the pass, and pushed the, the around pa- the passing protection was was uh poor again and and justin's gonna learn he's learning he's growing he and and the coaches can have to continue i don't know if it's going to be this coaching staff or or it will have to be hopefully in the future they're going to have to design plays that are geared towards his style of playing. What, Which has know, been an issue in the past of, you know, the coaches not fitting the quarterback style and going out there with plays. Right. I think what, what concerned me um, is that, you know, there's all this talk about giving him protection, protecting him, giving him time. Um, but then they do these, like, plays where he ju- they just snap the ball and he – goes on his own sweep to the right or to the left with blockers, but it gets nowhere. And and there they're not really protecting him. They're they're putting him out there. So there there needs to be more creativity in the offensive scheme for sure. That that continues to be an issue. I even found myself mid game saying, Oh my God, I miss Charles Leno, which is something I never thought I, I would I don't miss Charles I would Leno. Say to myself. I really don't never thought I would say that. But at one point <laughs> I found myself saying that to myself. But do you think the Bears would have had the same winning outcome that they did with this, you know, protection if it was Dalton or Foles playing and they were protecting the franchise and letting him sit and letting him learn and letting him build strength. I want to say that Justin Fields brings a, a totally different wrinkle than than an Andy Dalton or a Nick Foles. Um, I will say that that a, a porous line is going to hurt any team. The, the offensive line is the foundation of your offense. If Tom Brady was back there, his style of play, he would have gotten nailed too. But the fact that 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 um, Fields brings that element of athleticism at a higher level and speed, he he keeps the the defense on their toes. And I really believe overall the Bears the Bears won this game. But they should have won it more handily, and I I thought they won it pretty handily, yeah. which is why I was like, why put Justin out there to get you know beat up at times when he's what you brought in is your your future, and Dalton's only under a one year contract, so he clearly isn't the future. Right. Well, and and they've named Justin the the QB1 going forward. But what would be nice to see out of the offense, from my perspective, 
is that there's more fluidity. There's more consistency. You're not going to score a touchdown or a field goal on every play. But to limit the three and outs would be nice to see. To control the ball more, which what they did on a few drives, but to to do that more so. You're, what was nice is they didn't make any mistakes, but they there was times like they need to start the game faster on offense. They need to get more yes. first downs out of the gate. Yeah, it's um, hard to come back. The third quarter was ugly. They 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 were given a um, a turnover with an interception um, in the third quarter, and they had good field position, and they did nothing with it. So they got to capitalize on their turnovers. The defense, the Bears' defense, has always been known as a solid defense. This year is no different. They they'll they'll be in the top ten, if not the top five, if they continue doing what they're doing. With a new defensive coordinator, which you know had really big shoes to fill. Right, but we still have we have. Um, we'll get to the defense many more games later. to go and many tougher teams to play. Can we talk about the tight ends for a minute? I think we have a really stacked tight end room and Jesper Horset, I hope I'm saying his name correctly, but no one knew who this guy was until the third preseason game in Nashville, Tennessee. I think he came out and scored, what was it, three touchdowns? I can't remember. I don't watch the third preseason game really. But anyway. You're not a true fan. Okay, whatever. But no one knew who this guy was. He is a two-sport athlete from Princeton and, you know, really just finds a way to get open in the end zone and, you know, to see him be successful. They're all of our tight ends pretty much we're all two sport college athletes. Do you think this is a certain pattern or a niche for the Bears or this position or Well, you know, I it's interesting I, I, I don't see. know, but 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 Jimmy Graham was a basketball player. You bring up an interesting point. These these tight ends, you, you see them a lot of them. I remember um Jeff Samarja was uh, a pitcher for the Cubs that was an all-American tight end for Notre Dame. So there's something about the tight end position. It would be nice if we got them into the game plan a little more than what we do. So they can't get open. Well, they, they need to, and it would be incredibly helpful for us to be um, getting the ball to our tight ends. Let's, let's, Defense? Let's hope for that. We want to move to defense? Let's move to defense. All right, let's do defense. It's all good with the defense. All All good. good. All Um, good. Um, One thing sticks out in my mind that that gets to me. It's the penalty against Roquan Smith, Uh, isn't it? The penalty against Roquan (laughs) Smith. That drove me crazy. I was screaming. I mean, I got to tell you, if you see the glass that I am drinking out of, it's a memorabilia glass from the Bears Super Bowl uh, 1986, the year the season was 1985, the year of the Super Bowl shuffle and Mike Ditka and that wonderful, wonderful defense. And if you saw my a, a, um, a videotape, I'm going to get a videotape before our next session and show I you. I didn't know people still had videotapes. We got some <laughs> videotapes of the Bears Super Bowl, the defense, the Super Bowl year where they were just crushing people, annihilating people, taking heads off. And it was all legal back then. And Roquan Smith had a sweet defensive hit in the end zone that would have prevented the Raiders from scoring their only touchdown. But instead, they called a penalty for unnecessary roughness, which I thought was... Bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) And... You know, it's too bad for Roquan. It was too bad for the Bears. 
and it helped the Raiders put more points on the board, which made things a little more interesting at the time. But anyway, that 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 bothered me. Other than that, I thought the defense played great. I know Speaking you. Speaking of some... Roquan Smith, I really think that he is one of, if not the best first round Bears draft picks in my lifetime, at least. I think we've gotten the most use out of him. I've seen him continue to grow, continue to be tough, just really all around a great player. And I think he has a chance at the Pro Bowl uh, easily. Oh, definitely, definitely. Easily. This was. This was your your old school smash mouth um, monsters of the midway defense, and it was it was wonderful to see, and let's hope it continues. Yeah, and I just briefly want to mention uh, Ro- or Robert Quinn because um, last year when we brought him in, I believe from Dallas, I was super questionable about questionable about him. I did not think he had the best year with the Bears, and I was like, what are we paying this guy all this money for? He came in. Was so much hype. I think he was battling through injuries at the time too, um, but really this year I think he's totally redeemed himself. And I, you know, I can't judge anymore. I've been super impressed with Robert Quinn this year. Huge difference from last year. Definitely. So much growth, and um, seems to be playing like the player we all thought we were getting out of him. Um, So, yeah, so so we're we're five games in. Let's hope it continues. Let's hope it continues. Um, I I will say um, that the Raiders helped our defense a lot as well. They had dropped passes. They had penalties on their offense, more so on their defense, but – so many drop passes, man. Yeah. If I was if I was Derek Carr, I'd be, he was scratching his head at the <laughs> on the sideline. I saw him in a daze, but maybe he was thinking of John Gruden's comments earlier in the week. But who knows? <laughs> All right, should we get into this week, Green Bay? Um, do we want to talk special teams at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's talk some special teams. I mean, teams. I know you're a big fan of our kickers, our, our kicker and our punter. You want? I'm say a big something? fan of our special teams in general. I'm big. It, like the, this trio of Pat Scales, Pat O'Donnell, and Cairo Santos. I think we have. Who's Pat Scales? The long snapper. Oh right, not many people know the long snapper. I'm impressed. I'm always impressed. But okay. You got. You got. Pat Scales know getting things. a shout out. That's pretty nice. Yeah. How about it? Um, I knew who he was. I was just you know whatever. Um, whatever, but I really think that, you know, the three of them together are just a talented, talented kicking group. Yeah. Special teams. We get and good I think, field. I mean, Cairo, I think has broken bears records for I think he's, he's got some records. Completions. Record, yeah. Completions. No, it's called, uh, kicks, kicks made. made. Kicks made. Completions. This is what happens when you have father and daughter. She knows a lot, but then, you know, it's the little things. All right, all these right. Are, come these on, are, come on. All right. These are made kicks. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, but again, that timeout on the extra point, do we have to talk about that anymore? I, I don't, was, I can't talk about it, was, it anymore. It was, like, it was who does that? I, I, it's high school. No, it's high no, school. no, high school knows better than that. It's, I mean, yeah, it's terrible. High school knows better that than that. That was ridiculous. That, that drives Absolutely me Absolutely ridiculous. Let's talk. Are we going to put this game to bed? It's a victory. and It's a victory. We're happy. We're happy. We really got to focus on this week's game. So. Against our arch rival, the Green Bay Packers. And Aaron Rodgers coming into Soldier Field here in a couple of days. Yeah, uh, it's scary. News of today is that our backup running back now has COVID, and it's doubtful that he will play Damian Williams. So it's up to Khalil Herbert to continue to do what he did last week. 
I don't know who's going to be um, backing him up. I know that there's, you know, practice squad running backs. But anyway, the, the load for the running game will be placed on Khalil Herbert. Yeah, you know, it gives him a, a really big opportunity. And, you know, that means our O-line just really needs to block for him. That's really what it comes down to as well. And what do we see happening this game? What do we see for Justin Fields? Justin Fields, I think, is going to take a minute like he did the last game to kind of get his footing. And if he if his it all depends on the O line, if the O line is able to block, I think Fields might be a little hesitant at first. But, you know, each game I have seen growth in him and I hope to continue to see it. I think this could be a breakout game for him. I see 250 plus yards and hopefully two touchdown passes, maybe a running touchdown. I take a running touchdown and a throwing touchdown, but I think they've got to start opening things up, maybe more play action, more um, run pass option, RPO type plays. Um, Aaron Rodgers was interviewed the other day and they asked him if he could name the 16 Bears who have started games since 2008. 2008 was the year that Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett Favre. And since that time, the Bears have had 16 quarterbacks start games. And and Green Bay has had one. So that shows you our issues. Our our issues. issues. I'm going to read these names real quickly. Real quick. Kyle Orton, Rex Grossman, Jay Cutler, Todd Collins. Caleb Haney, Josh McCowan, Jason Campbell, Jimmy Clausen, Matt Barkley, Brian Hoyer, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, where was I? Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon, Chase Daniels, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, and last but not least, Justin Fields. But did they all everyone on that list actually play against? They started games at one point at one point in the season. All these players. Oh, they started because started Nick a game. and Andy never have played. No, but Nick started games last right, year, and Andy started correct two games this year. And if they started one game, they started one game. The consistency of the Packers with Aaron Rodgers starting every single game that the Packers have played since 2008 is incredible. This list that I just read is disastrous. It's embarrassing. It is just simply bad and ugly, with the exception of Mr. Justin Fields, which we hope has a wonderful future so what do we see what what do the bears need to do to win this game i think the most important thing to win this game is to do whatever it takes to keep aaron Rodgers off the field your offense is primarily what scores points and to keep Rodgers off the field means we have to run the ball we have to connect passes we have to control the clock we have we to, have to control the clock we, we can't take we can't take stupid timeouts anymore we, we really you know it's we, we have to... It's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard game. When you have an opponent like this and you have a future Hall of Fame quarterback, you can't make mistakes. So we have to, like last game, which we did not make mistakes, we have to take care of the ball. We're going to have to take chances, but we still, we, we can, we've got to, we've got to win the turnover battle. And... Um, I think we can win this game. I think it's a winnable game. I think I, think, I see Aaron Rodgers getting sapped a few times, which is... I, that's going to be a must. That's going to be a must. sounds and like he, a pretty sight to see. And even if we don't sack him, as long as we put pressure on him, any professional quarterback that gets pressure is 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 doomed. 
any quarterback that gets time is going to pick a defensive part. And that's what Aaron Rodgers has, has lived off of. If you look at the games where the Packers have lost, Aaron Rodgers has not necessarily gotten uh, a sacked. bunch of interceptions or sacked, but he's been pressured. We pressured and we're in his face. What the Bears did, they, they came out punching against yes. the Raiders. Without and, Hicks, by the way. And we're going to be out Hicks, I believe, again this week, too. I so the fact right. that we were able to be so successful and so tough on defense without one of our top defenders um, really showed, you know, how strong we are on defense down the depth chart. So what's your prediction? Give me a score. <sighs> score... You go first. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm I put down a score here. I say if the Bears score 24 points, they're gonna win. So I'm gonna say it's gonna be 24 to 23. So you oh. And it's and it's gonna come down to the end. It's gonna be a thriller on the lake. So is this gonna be like Cairo Santos in a Cody Parkey situation? It could be. It oh, could be. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, um, the okay. goalposts um, are wider than they were for. Or what was that guy's name? We, we don't have to say okay, it again. We're not going to say his we're name. We're not going to say his name again. Okay. Um, poor guy. Poor, <laughs> poor us. Poor us. Poor us. Okay, so I think we're wrapping up here, right? Do, yeah. do, do you want to give a prediction? Do you want to go out on a limb? And, you know what? I'm, do you want to be a homer like me or do I'm you want to make it You know it real? what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back you up on yours. How's that for this oh, week? Oh, wow. Okay. That's being... This, oh, is, this, is, this, this is a rare moment. moment. Okay. 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 So um, anyway... Um, we're, uh, we're we're we we hope you enjoyed it. We hope we didn't make you fall asleep. And um, I think we're going to wrap this up. And and we look forward to any feedback that you're able to give us. And we're we're also looking for like a name of the show. We've we've we're tinkering with some things, but right we're, now we're sticking with uh, father daughter first down. So if you have any comments I, or I like criticism, please comment or you guys can email us at fatherdaughterfirstdown at gmail.com and with that one two three bear, bear down, down.